Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, Along Came Spidey. Here he comes, Bry Guy. Along came the Spidey. It's it's the origin of the Spider-Man. It is. It is. It's it's uh, year one. Spider-Man Spider-Man year one. Year year one. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like yeah. it. The, uh, obviously, the origin of Spider-Man. This is this is at at the point where we are here in the future. Uh, sixty. Oh man, I just realized it's going to be sixty. It's going to be the sixtieth anniversary of Spider-Man next year. Of like his first appearance in, yeah, a, yeah. in a comic in really? Amazing Fantasy fifteen came out in nineteen sixty two. Yeah, crazy. Well, that's crazy. That it. It's fifteen years older than us. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're at like four, what, fifty nine years of of Spider Man, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. in in the greater scheme of things, we're in nineteen eighty one. So less than twenty years of Spider Man's existence, we're watching. Sure, we're watching from then. Yeah, and I I guess what made me think about that is that uh, you know at this point where we are sitting now, the the origin of Spider Man is would you say it's almost as well known as like the as the origin of Superman like yes. it's been done a million <laughs> times every it's like he's such an in, ingrained character in pop culture it's hard right. unless you unless you pay absolutely no attention whatsoever it's hard to not like know who Spider-Man is and kind of know and where he came from basically where he came from yeah yeah, yeah. even even for non-comic fans even mm -hmm. for people who don't watch comic movies or read comic books mm -hmm. i think you could randomly interview 10 people on the street and eight or nine of them could say bitten by a radioactive spider oh okay you know, like, yeah yeah they could mm -hmm. at least say that mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was going to say th uh 3 to 5 could do it and that to me that would still be a lot but yeah yeah more yeah. than any i mean yeah. you, you mm -hmm. can't say the same for hulk no. or the fantastic 4 no. or, you know or even batman a lot you know, a lot I, of people I, a lot of people would go if you asked them those other questions they'd be like who the hell is that yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then I'd say, well, this is why you're a stranger and not my friend. Yeah, We're not going to ever is, have a conversation again. This is why you're sir a stranger and not my friend, sir or ma'am. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> Love it. Shortest conversation ever. Uh -huh. But yeah, yeah, There, I think... Um, I feel like we're getting a Spider-Man origin story now, like you said, from the future. Mm -hmm. Since the year 2000, I feel like we've been getting a Spider-Man origin story once every, like... Like every five years, maybe. Five, five, six years. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah we, yeah, we really could probably say this episode in our sleep. And this this episode, I think, hit almost every single beat of what mm -hmm. you think of mm -hmm. when you think of the Spider-Man origin story. They did a nice job here, and I, I took a... In my notes, I before I even you know really got into it, like title card, uh, another another yeah. so so title card, and then I was and then I saw the the Donald F. Glut writing credit again, and I was like, oh yeah, were you like, worried? I was worried. I was like, damn it, yeah, damn you, yeah. Glut, <laughs> Glut. <laughs> And I, I was so excited in the first few episodes that I saw him write when I mm -hmm. went down my Donald Glut Google wormhole right. to figure out all the things that he wrote. But he, you know, we'll still we'll still have him on the show. But, I'm, uh, yeah, we, he, he's we not batting a thousand. <laughs> but I will say he did a great job here of, and I wonder if it was a collective decision or not to really stay close to the source material um, sure. and make sure yep. that that all of those high points were hit uh, for yeah. for the Spidey origin. Do you think that's so like sacred that you can't retell that story? Do you think it's like mm. almost like Adam and Eve or <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like don't yeah. mess with it. Don't change this. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. never been different. It's never been like he didn't get bitten by a radioactive spider. He was actually born a spider. Like no right. one's ever <laughs> right. flipped it on its head or anything. And no one. And, and there's always the, I mean, the, the murder of Ben Parker is always like the, there. you know, the catalyst, right. uh, you know, regardless of how exactly it happens. Um, right. That, yeah. That's always a thing. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would say that, you again because it's a such a well known and well regarded character sure in any media if you wanted to mess with his origin story i think the blowback would be severe especially to, now yeah, yeah yeah in in 1982 maybe not but in 2021 mm -hmm. yeah, yeah i i yeah. think that the, the fan base mm -hmm. uh for better or for worse sometimes yeah, toxic yeah. sometimes passionate 
sometimes both mm -hmm. is so strong for these kinds of characters that you you would yeah. be very I, mm -hmm. It would be a bad idea to rewrite it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look at, you know, again, to kind of compare to uh, Superman uh, again a little bit. Look at the sort of um, flack that it wasn't as severe, but, you know, there was there was some real Internet uproar around that Man of Steel movie when yes. when Kal-El killed uh, General Zod. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. And and the Clark Kent thing wasn't set up the mm -hmm. way that we're used to in the right. other Christopher Reeves movie or Smallville or or you or, know, or the, the comics. Comics. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So. So yeah, yeah. It's it's just you know there you're right there there are s certain characters that are just like so revered uh, that you just you, you can't really touch that stuff and you know it it begs the question too of whether or not you need to go into it and we can talk about that a little bit here as well yeah right on the whole this episode uh i thought it was very solid you you gave this real high marks i think i did mm -hmm. yeah it, it's my favorite amazing friends episode so far and when i told jeanette what i was going to rate it she she went wow i've never heard you say that about anything that you've done <laughs> so far on this podcast never so. heard you say that about anything yeah they're I think that you and I do agree that the things that we can um, find that we didn't like are, well, few and far between, and they're really kind of getting nitpicky. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. There, There's one thing that bothered me, but it didn't bother me so much that it took me out of the episode. Mm -hmm. um, we'll get to it. But yeah, I, I really, I really did enjoy this episode quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So the synopsis of this one is pretty basic really and and we we talked about it as we're as we're prepping for the show messaging back and forth a little bit bit kind of agreeing that we didn't have tons of notes because right they did a good job with the story we know this we know the origin story so well and yes. then the sort of the book ends of that origin story that you know out uh on either side of the flashback pretty strong and and not real not complex didn't have to be the origin right. in this episode unlike in the Iceman one that origin story took up the bulk of this episode i i mean i did, i don't have my time marks written down really clearly but i want to say it it was a good 14 15 minutes maybe of the episode that that was his story so that i mean that was Compared to the Iceman episode, it took. I remember I timed right. that one out. It was eight minutes out of twenty-four. Yes, you know, right, right. So yeah, yeah. yeah they, they really took their time with this, and I also was very impressed that the Shocker story, which was, I mean, debatable. I guess that's the A story here. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. That that still moved forward, and and we never forgot. Oh, you know, don't forget, Shocker mm -hmm. has still got Aunt May, and she's hurt, and Spider-Man's next. So it kept moving forward and right. clever plot device with the flashback. They did that again with mm -hmm. Spider-Man here. They did it with Iceman last week. So mm -hmm. I'm, if I were a bet man, I'd say we're going to get more of that next week with Firestar where, yeah, they, yeah. where they're in the present telling the, the origin story from the past. And so, I liked it here too. So the quick and dirty uh, synopsis here. We open on uh, a shot of the uh, island prison. Uh, Shocker is breaking out of said prison. Uh, this is one of my nitpicky points. <laughs> Not okay. it doesn't end up being a big deal, but like as it was getting rolling, I was like, weird that he's in prison and somehow he has his shocker gauntlets or whatever that it can yeah. break through the wall. It seems like a mm, weird thing to to happen, you know. Like right. I don't know, did someone send them to him in a cake or maybe? <laughs> yeah, they were like, I'm sure it's fine. You can just wear them in the prison, or you know what, honor system. You're in jail. You're not going to try to get out. You uh, you need to serve the time, sir. He's like, you're well, you're right. But <laughs> you got me. But shocker busts out, and he uh -huh. and and immediately he's like, okay, I need to get back at Spider Man who put me in here. Almost right away, there's a fight with Shocker and the Amazing Friends. More new action animation sequences in that Shocker fight, right? They, I think you noticed it too, where there's like, when the Amazing Friends are like swinging into action, there's this great shot of the three of them kind of moving oh, through yeah, yeah. the frame right after they, as they're, uh, as they're getting started there. That, it just looked cool. That was cool. Yeah, um, the team up really looked like a good one shot. Mm -hmm, I like that. Mm -hmm, yeah, we yeah. don't see a lot of that, but I I really did enjoy that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's um, you know, it, it's a 
a, a legit fight that they have, kind of yeah. to a stalemate with Shocker, pushes us immediately into the flashback sequence because uh, in in the in the melee that ensues, Aunt May gets hurt by some collapsing debris right. after Shocker has rattled a building to its foundation, um, and this really gives Peter slash Spidey some pause. Yeah, he's he's he starts thinking about what happened to Aunt May and how it how he feels still responsible to this day about Uncle Ben's death. And that's what kind of triggers the whole telling of the story because, mm-hmm. and boy, that was a really like somber moment. And then, and this episode had a couple of those. Yeah. But yeah. The, the one that, that first was real somber was when Spider-Man is, I don't know if Shocker's holding her or Spider-Man is holding Spider-Man was. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, no. Mm-hmm. And it's real mm-hmm. quiet. And like, yeah, you know, there's yeah. a fade to black. And, and that was very, uh, I don't want to say out of tone for this series, but it, it did really stand out to me. It was which probably, I think was the point. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, if you think just in terms of the episodes we've watched so far, probably the heaviest moment that we've yes. had, you know, so right, far in this right. series. And and you notice this too, kind of in addition to telling this origin story, it also kind of uh, propels us to another uh, common beat in Spider-Man's evolution where he is considering uh, give, quitting being Spider-Man, right? Like the yeah. like this happens, it really shakes him up, and and he's thinking uh, as they're in the hospital, maybe I I need to give this up and uh, and not get uh, uh, the people in my life in danger anymore. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's mentioned in the comics and a few of the movies. At least the second Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we get that moment, and that's kind of. Uh, in the in the mythos of Spider-Man, that's like a a, a big beat that you mm-hmm. gotta have at, mm-hmm. at least once where he wants to stop. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, I thought that was I didn't expect that, but I'm yeah. glad they brought that in too. Yeah, they they kind of dovetailed them together pretty nicely. The origin story, I mean, Spider-Man or, or uh, Peter is telling the the friends. You noticed that he's <laughs> that he just said he was an orphan. They didn't really. Yeah. T- they didn't talk about like his parents. I guess maybe it's a, a again in a in an episode that has some emotional weight. Maybe it's a little too much to say. Yeah, so my parents died, and then <laughs> yeah, and I lived right, with my right. aunt and uncle. They was just like I was an orphan. They took me in. Blah blah blah. Um, right, right. And this is me getting nitpicky. That was something that bothered me is that he still called them Aunt May and Uncle Ben. My my wife thought maybe it's just because they're so old. <laughs> <laughs> it makes more sense than calling them mom and dad. Yeah, um, yeah. But I have aunts and uncles that are younger than my mom, so I don't know if that's really, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really a, a good a good assessment there. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I I guess it. You're right. I didn't think of it that way. If you're gonna say my mom's sister was raising me, mm-hmm. or my dad's brother, or whoever, whatever the relation is in, mm-hmm. in the specifics there, you you have to acknowledge what happened to his parents then. And right, right. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Especially when what happens with Uncle Ben later is pretty deep too. That's a mm-hmm. lot of death in one episode. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure, but you know things are things are going fine uh, apparently for Peter as he's growing up. He says this uh, as as he's telling his story. Uh, we get the science nerd who is getting picked on by Flash Thompson. That was something that I noticed. That is just I, I just it dawned on me that it's just so different than today. And and maybe we have things like you know, uh, comic books and these kinds of cartoon heroes and stuff like that to thank for it. But I don't get the sense that being a, being a nerd and a, a quote unquote bookworm, as he's referred to several times in the episode, I don't think that it's as, as big of a problem for kids these days. I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm out of touch too, but it, it seems like as a society, we're moving past that stuff a little bit. Right now, mm-hmm. now the the bullying is done online instead of face to face as well, or right. both. But yeah, I, I don't know if necessarily being smart and wearing glasses mm-hmm. is <laughs> is enough to get you made fun of these days. Right? But I right. don't know. It's been it's been a minute since I've been in public school. Thank God. Yeah. Um. Right. So I'm I'm and not a hundred percent sure. And I was looking at that scene too, where it's like it, it they're they're beating this drum of like the jock with the, you know, with like the souped up car. He's like, he's like revving the engine, just blowing exhaust in Peter's face. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. 
Right. Yeah, it's just I I don't think that it, happens it's, it's, anymore. But it, it's it, it's right. it, it, the bu- yeah you're right. The bullying is more subtle and sort of uh, manipulative. And, yeah, and emotional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, it's uh, harmless. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The, the revving of the engine is like the you know the kicking of the sand in the face. Right. The Charles Atlas ad kind of thing. That yeah. whole thing. And, and back back in 1982, that was probably not as cliched as mm-hmm. it is now. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Are we are we at the point in the story where we're talking about the origin? Where I think we are, right? Because yeah, we talked yeah. about Ant Man. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about the fact that they use the the voice actor who does adult. I'm using air quotes. Right. Adult Peter Parker, same guy, same guy, young, young Peter Parker. Yep, yep. And 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 my my call out to that was uh, people. If you're if you're watching the show. Fast forward to about the six and a half minute mark and listen to the way that young Peter Parker says, Lemonade! Lemonade. <laughs> it's very obviously a full grown man, probably in his 30s, <laughs> trying to sound like a child. Right, right. <laughs> Lemonade! Oh, God. Yep, and the kids yep. have really long eyelashes. That was my other observation. Huge, huge. They did yeah. last week, too, right? Like, uh, yes. Bobby Drake, baby Bobby Drake had the most beautiful lush Just eyelashes lush eyelashes yeah mm-hmm. eyelashes and and he had really good hair too yeah, he had the, yeah. the he had the quaff mm-hmm. i don't know i don't remember if peter parker had that but i, I really did notice the eyelashes <laughs> so yeah well and yeah. and the uh what's his name who does uh who does the voice of peter here he 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 does a lot of like side character voices you can hear right like Yes, yeah, yeah. Like little cameos and, mm-hmm. and, and supporting characters, never like a main villain, um, right? But right. yeah, he does, and it's always kind of obvious. Doesn't now, uh, Flash Thompson is Frank Welker. Frank correct? Welker, yeah, yeah, he does right. tons. Who of also them does too. Iceman? Yeah, yeah, he does a lot yeah. too. But yeah, I always laugh at, at uh, Flash's voice because it's basically Iceman just with a little more of this to it, right? You know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm Flash. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, the the voice acting is just funny on these kind of uh, older shows from the seventies and eighties because I felt like there were like boxes that were checked for types of characters to have. Uh-huh, you know, there's uh-huh. there's the doofus villain guy, and then there's the Irish cop, which we talked about. <laughs> right. You know, and then there's then there's the nerd, and yeah, it's just it's 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 just like you got hired as a voice actor if you could right. do those things. <laughs> we've got Can you do nerd? We've got 10 different clichés we need you to voice. Right. Yep, yep. <laughs> Possibly in the same episode. Can, are you comfortable doing all 10? <laughs> so he's talking about, you know, he's telling his stories he's, he's a nerd. He uh he gets bitten by a radioactive spider when he's at a uh demonstration of uh, uh some I don't know science equipment this this is the part of the story that always is a little bit vague and sort of and and you know that that leads me just down another tangent tangent and we might as well run with it you know just the the variance slight variances i should say in spidey's origins that we see and I, i just think that this speaks to one of them obviously we get the radioactive spider we always have the radioactive spider when Spider-Man was created, of course, and if you if you watch interviews with Stan Lee or uh, I mean, he's he's talked about creating Spider-Man so many times and, and other characters, yeah. too. Stan was not thinking really hard about these things <laughs> or right. trying to be uber creative. It was it was, you know, post-war atomic age, early part of the space age America, just yeah. words like radioactive and cosmic and 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 atomic yeah these were these were just things that were that sounded really futuristic and weird and yeah and 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 yeah exactly so that's why everybody gets their powers this way and why you know it it totally makes sense in the 60s to just oh it's just radioactive spider he walked through you know he walked through "Quote unquote," some radioactivity, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. he bit me. You know, whereas there was a radioactive fluid somewhere that he stepped through. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, and, 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 and you and you compare that. I just I'm thinking of like the last time we saw on like the big screen. Last time there was a Spidey origin was the Andrew Garfield movie. Like, yeah, that's that's an extremely complex thing they set up with these spider serum or these these you know these like super hybrid yeah. super spiders that they're creating at right. Oscorp and he kind of gets he he sort of gets uh, wrapped up in this room 
accidentally bitten by one of these things. You know, there, you just you have to you have to sort of take the same the same beats or whatever and really massage it for to make it believable for you for different audiences now don't you yeah a little a little bit more realism and 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 Mm -hmm. grit and Mm -hmm. and yeah because i think iron man which started this whole you know mcu Mm -hmm. was really the first superhero movie that i can recall where it it felt like it was based in a little bit of reality Mm -hmm. and sure and you know when you when you start that and that's the tone you kind of set you have to give a little bit of that reality into mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even getting bitten by a radioactive spider. Um, the, right. the other thing I want to mention, cause it made me think of it when you're talking about Andrew Garfield, I, I love into the spider verse. That to me is yeah. one of the, the better Spider-Man movies of recent memory. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I liked the way that Miles Morales becomes Spider-Man, which I know in 1982 didn't even exist yet, sure. but it was kind of the same thing you were mentioning, Jason, with the Andrew Garfield, where there's some secret, not sanctioned by the government science project going on. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, if it falls into the wrong hands, this is what's going to happen. Whereas right. back in 1962, 1982, it was, you know, spider bites you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, and it's just because we didn't have the realism like we do now with movies like Iron Man or to a degree, the the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. It was just mm-hmm. comics in the 1960s series. So, it, yeah. you know, and, and, and like you said, in 1982, you're absolutely right. Things like radioactivity, gamma rays, you know, the word atomic, <laughs> just, right. we didn't know enough about it. It was, it was, you know, space age was even a, a kind of crazy new thing to think about too. And, mm-hmm, and space mm-hmm. travel wasn't that old. Sure. So yeah, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really a sign of the times with how they handle it, but it's always yeah. interesting that at some point, Peter Parker needs to be bitten by Spider-Man or by a spider. That's yep. just like, that's gotta happen. <laughs> yep. Every single time in this iteration, he, gets he gets bitten and he kind of there's a like a montage and he goes on a he very quickly gets sort of keyed into his abilities he has there's a moment where his uh, spidey sense kicks in because he almost gets hit by a car and then he jumps onto a building yeah Mm -hmm. i think that's the first thing he notices yep yep and then he notices oh i'm sticking to this building and then he's like oh i can i can do some flippity flips on these flagpoles and scale these wires and uh, oh speaking of voices <laughs> do you remember the the moment where uh there's a little there's like a little kid a little like you know real small kid who's like holding his mom's hand walking down the street and spider-man's in the background on the wall and he's like he's like mommy there's a there's a man crawling up the wall <laughs> she, yeah same okay in that instance same actress did the kid and the mom <laughs> i did <laughs> not you notice listen, that okay. if you listen close <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> i'll have to watch at least that moment again yeah yep so uh, now just say now just say your line a little bit higher than you said your mom line right and you're done right. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't the mom say something like keep walking kid or like oh, she's Don't just like that's nice like, you know <laughs> she pays no attention right. Right, right. Uh, you know, pretty common stuff for the Spider-Man origin. He gets to the, he does the wrestling match. That's another important thing, right? That's a um, beat that has to be in all of these. Because he, yep. yep. he, one thing that I notice here and, you know, how long ago, if at all, did you, because there were reprints of Amazing Fantasy 15, like, you know, in in later years, Sure. So I know I've I know I've read that story once or twice, but if I but when I did, I mean it was like back when I was reading comics pretty hardcore. So sure. I don't remember much about it specifically, but do you recall was that the 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 wrestling match and the and the and the turn kind of the the rapid turn for Peter from you know being this dweeby science nerd to someone who is really thinking about how he can exploit these this power for money like yeah like I, that just that that seems not just in this episode but just generally that seems like a a, a hard turn and i i don't know i'm pretty sure from what i remember it is in these the amazing fantasy number 15 mm-hmm. i i'm pretty sure i mean i read that maybe uh tw- uh 15 years ago yeah yeah and sure. and i i'm pretty sure that it's in there and mm-hmm. and I'm I'm looking at it right now, but yeah, I'd have to read the plot of it. But yeah, mm-hmm. I really do think it's always in there. That's always a part of mm-hmm. the spy. And what might be different though is how Spider-Man gets the idea of with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't think in this in the Amazing Fantasy 15 that Uncle Ben tells him 
but that's mm, in the Tobey mm, Maguire movie. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's in the um, the Andrew Garfield movie. Yeah, but in this, mm. it, it's him telling himself, right? Right, right. He's yeah, yeah so, he's having that that realization. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's different. But I think the the burglar and and the burglar killing Uncle Ben is pretty mm-hmm. common as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and and I mean we I I could uh, you know keep beating through this uh, slowly, but yeah, we know what happens. There's a, the 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 wrestling match. The burglar, Uncle Ben is killed, uh, Spidey chases him down, apprehends the guy, and then, you know, realizes that he's got to, um, uh, you know, use his, uh, use his powers responsibly uh, and the, the, the great power, great responsibility, et cetera, et cetera. I went back after I watched this episode, Brian, uh, okay. because I, I was curious to think through these different origins of Spider-Man that we've seen. Yep. And I looked online and found a means of watching the origin of Spider-Man from the 67 series. Okay. Uh, which is the first episode of season two of that series. Okay. So kind of okay. similar, kind of similar to this where they go, you know, they tell a bunch of stories and then they, they, they uh, kind of uh, wind the clock back a little bit and, go back. and sure. uh, look at that. Also interesting, uh, just a, a tidbit. The first season of that show, I noticed in in looking these up, first season has those like two different stories per episode. Second, yep. the second and third season does not have that. They're like they're it's long, longer they're longer stories. Yeah, um, but George Leon mentioned that to me. He has the DVD set. So. Ah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. One of the things that I noticed was really interesting in watching that right after watching this episode, a lot of Spider-Man's dialogue is even exactly the same in those two episodes. Really? So that leads me to believe they were working very close to Amazing Fantasy 15 cuz there's there's some of the stuff that he says uh that that Spider-Man says particularly like in that final sort of uh burglar chase, you know, or whatever where he's in the the warehouse uh yeah, chasing yeah. the guy down. There's just some he some some of the verbiage he chooses in this episode where he's like, you're never, you're, you'll never be able to run from me, uh, or, uh, you right, know, I'll find right, yeah. you everywhere, you know, or, or I don't remember exactly, but there's some stuff that just seems a little clunky or out of character for what we've seen from Spider-Man so far. That's some of the stuff that's exactly verbatim, the same in that, in that earlier series makes me think it was lifted directly out of the comic book. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's a nod to Oh yeah, the, the for roots. sure. For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't mean that in a disparaging way at all. I mean they they were right. they were both doing trying to stay a really tribute. close to that source material. Yeah. And Right. And so it, it it like I say it makes it sound a little weird in this one, but I also will give some props. I thought that whole sequence after Uncle Ben is killed in this episode uh, to when his his story with the friends ends, that's some that's some really heavy stuff for a kid's show, right? Right, right. Be- because he goes home and the cop is there to tell mm-hmm. him, right? Mm-hmm. You know that that yeah. Uncle Ben is gone. That's where he figures out the great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when he decides he might not want to be Spider Man anymore. I mean, all of that is in this third act, mm-hmm. and even mm-hmm. I made note of the saddest go for it that we've gotten so far. Right, right, cuz he's he's about to he's about to chuck everything and and the amazing friends are like no, no, no. Great power, great responsibility. Still have the power, man. Still got the responsibility yep. and yeah, and he's like you know what I think it was Bobby who says, you know, you already know what you have to say. He's like go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Such brevity at this time. Right. Yeah. Such weight to, to the go for it here. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was pretty deep. And, mm-hmm. and I know we talk a lot about this show feeling more like a Saturday morning show. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say it. This felt like the most serious episode we've had oh, yeah. so far, mm-hmm. especially knowing that it, it has that feel of a Saturday morning show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really did. Th- I thought the way they handled all of this was really good. And, and like you, mm-hmm. Jason, I didn't make a lot of notes here because I was just enjoying it. Yeah, I was really yeah. just watching this as a, as a Spidey fan, as an amazing fan, if you will. <laughs> 
Love it. Love it. It's the name of the show, folks. The name of the show. That's the name of the show. Um, yeah. We get so they they easily because it, it was bound to be easy. Uh, Spider Man <laughs> was just sort of you know feeling sad, but he wasn't really going to stop being Spider Man. There, he's like, yeah, all right, we'll we'll keep taking and doing what we got to do here. Shocker comes back into the picture uh, yeah. rapidly at this point, and uh, they they've got to leap back into action. I I will say that with the whole Shocker plot line, I think I mentioned at the start, I appreciated how basic it was because you really just needed. I don't think the uh, metaphor could ever be more apt. You just needed a couple of poles to hold up the ends of the origin story, right? <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. You and and a reason that Aunt May is hurt. That's yeah, pretty much it. And that yeah. and that's all that happened with Shocker. It w- it was all you needed. They didn't try to get you know like again comparing to last week and Video Man because Video Man was this you know one off character who we had seen in the past. I think there was, and and he has, and and he doesn't say anything. That's another thing Video Man has going against him. Right. There, right. You, I think at least I felt like I was sort of left to go. What is Video Man doing here? Like, what is, what does he want? What is this all about? With this, it was just, right. it was really explicit. It was clear. Shocker was mad at Spider Man. He wants to hurt Spider Man, and Spidey's going to stop him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason that he wants to hurt Spider-Man is because Spider-Man put him in jail. Yeah. I mean, that it, yeah. it doesn't need to be complicated, but we right. need to know why sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And that's to me, that's that's a f- fair enough and a, and a well enough written reason mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. revenge. And, you know, we honestly, there are some other episodes we've seen of this show. Like Shocker's total time on screen and, in you know, amounted basically to those two fights plus his escape. So he was on screen for what, maybe five, six minutes Something, yeah, something along yeah. those lines. Um, Most of it was origin. Yeah. yeah, there have definitely been episodes. I think of this show where they padded the story so much. Really, it could have been boiled down to five or six minutes. Right. It With was video just, man. It should have. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it, but here it was just you know that was all it needed to be. It was concise. It was easy. I think Shocker is a cool uh, villain. I did have one uh, nit to pick. <laughs> And that was that every time Spidey got hit with the Shocker's blasts, it, the way it, the way it was drawn, I couldn't tell if he was, I couldn't tell if he was shaking or if he was electrocuted. Could you? Was that? Was I just being stupid about that? No, I I thought the same thing. And even the way that he talked, he was just kind of uh, I don't know. Like he did kind of like a Catherine or an. Yeah, Catherine Hepburn impression. Mm-hmm. Like his voice sounded like really wavery. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, and you mentioned that in your notes too. Like, what does he do? Does he does he shock people with electricity or does he just make them shake with mm-hmm. like a vibration? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah, and I believe yeah. I believe Shocker is supposed to just vibrate things. I mean, this is how he was, you know, making the, the buildings come down and uh you know, busting the roads to shreds and stuff like that. It was a little confusing when he was attacking Spider-Man. But they uh they figure out the the uh entire uh source of his power is within his costume, his suit, his little his yes. little dial on his belt, and his uh shocky gauntlets. They focus on just attacking those things and boom, Shocker is dispatched. Um He's shocked no more. Right. He he shocks his last. Um He's shockless. Yeah, I was going to make a shock the monkey joke, but I it didn't come to me fast enough cuz it's the 80s. Um I was I was I was surprised and shocked you can think of one, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. Good night everybody. Thank oh, you. Oh gosh. I'll t- uh that reminds me though particularly then going all the way back to the very beginning of the episode, first scene with Shocker and the friends. Boy, the puns are heavy. Oh, and the, coming the in Shocker fast. Puns? Right, just right. all all kinds of puns. Where Iceman is making puns, Firestar's making puns. Spidey is like uh, he he said something like he he gets bad vibes from the Shocker. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Iceman is saying says something along the lines of he thinks that uh, reunions are cool. <laughs> Again, Iceman in this universe is the is the king of the dad jokes. I think. Oh, and fire, but Firestar gets one in there. Gets one in too, where she says something about something being hot or or like hot under the collar or something like that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a it's a bad it's another bad pun. Lots of right. crappy puns. But I bet you four or five year old Jason or Brian 
would have loved this. They mm-hmm, would have thought, mm-hmm. oh, that's clever. I, I see not, what they did there. If four or five years old, I probably wouldn't have even gotten those jokes. And if an adult had explained them to me, I would have thought they were hilarious. Yeah. I can't wait to tell my friends this one at school. <laughs> I won't get bullied. <laughs> no emotional abuse for this guy. I got I got electric jokes. Hot oh, and cold electric jokes. So, yeah, but they, they were they were plentiful. Yeah. So talk to me about the very last shot of oh, this episode. Yeah, help everyone sitting down. Because there, this was yeah. Go go ahead, Jason. No, I was just gonna say they they end the fight and the, it's like it's another one of those episodes where they end the fight and they're like ah Spidey you're still Spidey see we win and it's like mm, should have faded out right there but they 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 add another yeah. scene Aunt May's in another scene again yeah and then she kind of comes around on Spider-Man she kind of is like maybe Spider-Man isn't so bad not 100% sold but mm-hmm. you know she she's starting to think maybe Spider-Man's at least greater than shocker like she's right. she's bumped him up to that <laughs> um and then he nuzzles up and and Peter says thank you and says consider that from Spider-Man and she's like oh okay and then there's the Longest, most awkward, slow zoom in to Aunt May's face and link zooms in for a long time and then lingers on her for a long time. And and this the the music cue is yeah. like is like the uh the ominous like it, it's a, <laughs> it keeps going, yeah. It's a um it it I mean, like if you had never seen this before and you just saw that you just watched this last scene of this show you would think is aunt may the shocker you know like is <laughs> yeah, that what's going to be revealed like, in the next a, episode is she the villain like, yeah what? right right what? Or, or or is she going to look at the camera and like wink right. like why are we still looking at her <laughs> it was so weird <laughs> that you're right though jason i thought the same thing like are we supposed to know something about Aunt May from this scene? <laughs> I watched that scene three times, mm-hmm, by the way, mm-hmm. waiting. Like, did I miss an Easter egg? Right. <laughs> and no, it was just like yeah. the writers and the animators were like, well, we need three more seconds to fill this in. Just stay on Aunt May. <laughs> don't look away. <laughs> it's just <laughs> That's 75 frames of May, but don't worry about it. Just stay on her. Stay on Aunt May. <laughs> the, and the, 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 zoo, the slow zoom into Aunt May is weird it's very weird and then the the music underneath just just punches it up a notch it's like right, oh man right weird zoes weird times weird zoes it's very bizarre yeah yeah really I, I was strange. texting you earlier and i said we could we could do a podcast just about that zoom and oh, like man. dissecting that zoom but yeah I, you know what i think that i think so- the image for the blog on this uh, on this episode is going to have to be the freeze frame of Aunt May. Oh man! And, and there's got to be a gif out there of the zoom. <laughs> I would you know, think. from from zoom out to zoom in, there's got to be a gif that you can just play on repeat. Oh gosh! If, if you if I go back and 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 start the episode, that zoom in might still be going on. I'm not I'm not 100 <laughs> certain that I ever did see the credits. <laughs> I can't be sure. Oh. <laughs> Any other uh, uh, stuff you noticed or or that you uh, can comment about in this episode? I I I had one other th- random thing uh, come to mind. It was just a a, a weird <laughs> weird thing in this in this story. You know, uh, Peter's telling the the backstory of when he becomes Spider Man. He gets into college. There's a scene. He's 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 been accepted into college, and uh, uh-huh. and Uncle Ben is is clapping him on the back and. And Aunt May is there. Aunt May, oh, yeah. <laughs> when Spider-Man gets his letter of acceptance from college, Aunt May is, I'm going to say, like a good-looking 50-year-old brunette. Like, you know, yeah, I, right, I mean, right, she's, right. Taken, she's taken good care of herself. Um, yes. mm-hmm. And in, in the present day of this show, Peter is still in college. <laughs> Okay. Right. So Maybe this a is a few years after the origin. So right. this is like, mm, yeah, yeah. Like if he if he's skipping a lot of classes and having to and and having to dry, having to do a lot of late drops, maybe not accumulating a lot of credits per semester with all his Spider Man and. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe this is five years later. <laughs> but, right. If he's like a super super senior. Right. right. <laughs> Aunt May. Aunt May. In that those five years, has aged like ten thousand years. <laughs> Yeah, you said in your notes that she's now the crypt keeper. It's just, it's stunning. What a right? Do you think it's the death of her husband? Do you think it maybe just that's her that much? Maybe so. Yeah. Maybe so. 
Maybe it's sharing Gosh. her palatial mansion with three teenagers oh, and a dog. I mean, she's not sleeping. No, they're, they're living no. on they're living on baloney. <laughs> you know, that's that's not good for the skin. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah. was a good observation, and and you would think they would try a little bit harder to make her look older in the past mm-hmm. or say this was like, this was like 10 years ago. Like even that would be a little bit more, right. I guess, acceptable. Yeah. That was a good observation. My, my only other observation is a, is something I'm going to spring on you, Jason. This is a question that I didn't oh, spring it. For. Spring it. Do you prefer web as a gadget, a built gadget or inside of the skin? Oh, like the like the um, like the Tobey Maguire, yeah, yeah, where it, like shoots out of the wrist. No, no, I think I think Spider Man has to. Ha- I, th- I think because in order to hang on to his science nerdiness, you have to give Peter Parker some stuff that he has uh, created that that isn't just a, a power. Yeah, yeah. So Agreed. yeah, I can totally understand from a convenient storytelling aspect that sometimes it might just work better to have him have it sort of be a another one of his uh, spider abilities. Um, right. But it's just not as fun. And when you build the gadget, you're not only showing the nerdy side, it also gives some help with the practicality of it. Like eventually mm-hmm. you're going to run out and then sure. you have to make more, right, which I right. know we never saw in Spidey 81. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but it, it gives a little bit more again of that realism. I, I just mm-hmm. had a flashback watching this episode because I've always been in the gadget camp. I'm mm-hmm. team gadget, mm-hmm. hashtag team gadget. Um, and I, I remember seeing the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie in the theater, like on opening night. Sure. And uh, with with then college girlfriend that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Megs mm-hmm. and uh, we were leaving and, and I was like, well, that was just great. I loved it. Of course, we were extras in that movie. So we were looking for ourselves. Right. Right. And there was like a, a kid probably no older than seven or eight who was talking to his mom mm-hmm. and <laughs> said, now in the comics, he makes a gadget. He makes a web. It's, it didn't go inside, so it's different than the comics. And uh-huh. Megs looked away for a second and looked back, and I was walking alongside the kid having a deep conversation <laughs> about how much I agreed with him. And the mom didn't seem to care that I was doing that, but Megs was like, Brian, you, you don't know this person. <laughs> so I was like, even then, 20-some, almost 20 years ago, I think that was, yeah, yeah. I've always been Team Gadget. Always Let been the there. record show. Yeah, I am unequivocally <laughs> Team Gadget. And I'm glad that this that this iteration of the origin is a gadget as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. <laughs> it, it's, um, I think in the comic books at some point, didn't it, like he might have evolved a subcutaneous web shooter of some kind or... Maybe. Or, yeah, or, so, or was like given, yeah, yeah, maybe something along those lines. I don't know. It, I don't it, know either. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it is, I, I yeah, I, I totally get it. Sometimes it's just inconvenient to have that to kind of trip yourself up from a storytelling aspect. But as long as it's, as long as you can get through that and, and work or work around it, I, I think you gotta, you gotta stick with that with Spider-Man. Just uh, give yeah. him, give it him just, some toys, give him some toys. It just, it always kind of ooped me out a little bit too, to think mm-hmm. of like webs coming out of a hand, a human hand shooting webs yeah. and like not a gadget, but inside and like eventually if, if I had webs coming in me, I would just keep shooting them to see like how much I got. And then it's sure, like, do sure. I, re- like if I drink a glass of milk, do I regenerate? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like eventually the web has got to run out because you're, you're not 99% web. Well, another, another thing too, you know, that, that they don't want you to think about Brian, but here I'm going to go there. Do it. There's something in Toby Maguire's wrist, right? That would, yeah. that is going to secrete this, this webbing. <laughs> Good word. Secrete eventually eventually i mean eventually like any pore and any any pore on your skin that thing might get clogged up sometime you know and yes, what, like right. what if you got what if you what if you had like a web zit on your wrist yeah. you know and it was all right, it, it got right. all got all pussy and inflamed and yeah right, and, right, and right, what right. and you're in the middle of a fight with doc ock and now you're in trouble yeah and how do you explain that to the doctor right <laughs> can only say I got bit by a radioactive spider so many times oh. before they start to wonder what's going and and not not to like make this potty humor but you mm-hmm. got to wonder too is it coming out of other orifices oh. or is it just the wrist you know what I mean yikes yeah no that's a, a solid know. question solid question yeah. so all that to say the gadget is better gadgets you don't have do me mm-hmm. spider friends but the gadget's better <laughs> so the, another uh, question I'll throw back at you which is do better it. I'm ready which yeah. is which is better now we we mentioned 
pop culture wise, we know this story backward and forward of Spider-Man. Yes. Uh-huh. What's the extent to which the origin story is essential for a, a superhero in in your opinion and not just spider-man just just right. across the board but we but like specifically obviously the latest iteration of spider-man has did not do an origin story with tom holland right 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 yeah and if you would have asked me that same question 10 years ago i would have say it's absolutely essential mm-hmm. but then since in the last 10 years we've gotten a new origin story and of spider-man specifically and i i got tired of it mm-hmm. i mean i loved this episode but mm-hmm. the andrew garfield origin story i was just like do we need this again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i think good storytelling is good storytelling you don't need to have an origin story for me to really be invested in the character mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but then i think of things like batman begins mm-hmm, <laughs> which mm-hmm. brian leone friend of the show it, it, that's like and i agree with him one of the best comic book movies ever made it's yeah, his favorite yeah. of the three christopher nolan batman movies mm-hmm. i go back and forth with that yeah and yeah. he said it's it's he always says it's like the the best iteration of the batman origin story and mm-hmm. if it's done really well it's yeah. really captivating and really great but i look at some of the things we get in the marvel cinematic universe now and we're not getting a lot of origin i mean if we do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's not necessarily an entire movie like we got with the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. It's just sure. kind of a, a story. So mm-hmm. I think my mind has changed, but I don't think it's essential. What do you think? Yeah, I I don't think it's absolutely necessary, particularly when you're talking about a character like a Spider-Man who, or, or a Batman, frankly, where they're just so well established in the cultural consciousness. Right. I think you can just, I think you can just jump in and, and just tell interesting stories. Cause the, I I think you're absolutely right. What happens, like what happened with that Andrew Garfield movie. And if they had decided to go back and do that again, we, it's like enough already. We've seen this, we've seen the origin of this character so many times we get it the to think back again to uh into the spider-verse that was something that they i think that they kind of acknowledged in a in a tongue-in-cheek way right because you had all these different spider characters and when they when they would introduce each one of them they were like okay let's go back to the beginning you've heard this before Blah blah yeah, blah, like radioactive spider, stories. you know, yeah, right, you know, right. bitten Uncle yeah. Ben, da 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 da, you know, and they they fire through it in like thirty seconds because that's all that's all we really need. We don't right. we we right. don't care at this point anymore. Other like sort of more minor characters, yeah, I think it's important to to put that stuff in so that you can introduce them more completely. You know that like right. I think of like uh, the last one I can remember is like Captain Marvel. You know like with Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, not, not a commonly known or understood character, you know, so we needed to know, we needed to know where she came from. The other thing that they're, that they're doing in some respect in those uh, Marvel movies in particular is sort of sewing these origins into a larger narrative. And I think that makes it more interesting to do an origin story when it's just, when it's sort of part of something larger, you're not, trying to just make it stand on its own for the sake of telling something from the very beginning, right? Right. No, I, I do agree. Yeah, because a good story is a good story, and, and if it's an overarching story of phase one, phase two, whatever phase we're in right now of the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of the MCU, yeah. it, it, it can still be really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I would agree. I was going to say something else. Oh, so off the top of your head, just thinking off the top of your head, what's mm-hmm. been your favorite Spider-Man origin then? My favorite Spider-Man origin in all mediums, in in TV, movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. comics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably uh, you know I really like that Tobey Maguire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mine too. Yeah. I I just yeah I really I think that they one of the things that uh, they did with uh, Sam Raimi directing it. Sam Sam Raimi is just, he. He always had a, a a a visual style that was very much like a comic book, even if right. he even if he never worked in that medium, right? And yeah, for um, sure. and, and so I I think it just kind of came across really well, uh, yeah. and that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, I think that was I don't know if it was necessarily closest to the comics, but it was. Mm-hmm. And plus, when that movie came out, it, would, it had been so long since we've had 
a superhero movie yeah, and it was yeah. the first real proper Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think we were all just really excited for it. And I mean, I haven't yeah, seen it yeah. in years, but I do remember really, really liking that a lot. For sure. Wrist, for sure. wrist web aside. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Do, do you remember, because you uh, watched the Spider-Man uh, 90s series uh, before, There's a is there an origin of Spider-Man in that one? Is it right at the beginning or is it later on? Do you remember? I think it's at the beginning, but I, really? it's been okay. years since I've watched it. But I know that they address it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a, mm-hmm. it's more than a one part episode too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so that's this is not the last that we've seen, and I'm pretty positive mm-hmm. that the newer iterations of the animated Spider-Man, like Spectacular Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man, mm-hmm. I'm pretty positive those all have an origin story too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose when you're when you're retelling the, and I I guess the assumption would be that at least for what the uh, intended primary audience is, even though, you know, nerds consume this stuff. <laughs> Obviously, look at us 40-odd right. years old uh, watching this old Still cartoon. Going. But, but your intended audience is always kids, right? And so you, I guess you would keep telling that origin story in a new series because you're showing it to some group of kids for the first time. Yes. Right? Yep. It's a new generation. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so. exactly. Mm-hmm. But I, mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking back on what you said about the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, and I think those are some of the best Spider-Man movies we've gotten. And the way the mm-hmm. origin was handled in that was through his friend, I think Genki is his name, mm-hmm. um, in mm-hmm. the Tom Holland movies. And he just kind of says, like, yeah, I was bit by a spider. And he's, like, asking him all these questions. And mm-hmm. to me, like you said, if you can tell the origin story in two sentences, mm-hmm. it doesn't need its own movie. And yeah. that's yeah. what he kind of, like, acknowledges. Like, yeah, I was bitten by a spider, and I got spider powers. So right. what are we doing? <laughs> like, that's, that's all there is. <laughs> Right. And that's really when you boil down to it, what it is. Yeah. 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 I think I think kids probably aren't as familiar with it about it and or jaded as we are. So I think you're Mm -hmm. right that Mm -hmm. that that's probably more for the younger set where we get a full episode with him becoming Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, overall, this this episode, really no complaints. I mean, I I I liked it a lot. I'm going to give it a four. Uh, radioactive spiders um because i i i was thoroughly entertained i wasn't i it didn't blow me away i want to be blown away to give more than four but four is my four is my highest mark for good 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 work yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and and i i give it the same i give it four as well um because i was like you said very entertained the only reason i didn't give it a five was because of yeah, the, the Aunt May Zoom <laughs> and 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 some of the, some of the nitpicky stuff, but I, I I'm I'm close to saying four point five because I had really high expectations for this mm-hmm, one because mm-hmm. we're finally getting what I've wanted since we started yeah, this whole yeah. dang project mm-hmm, almost mm-hmm. a year ago. I'll stick with four, but mm-hmm, it, it mm-hmm. really it really did come through. My expectations were met. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I love it. We'll do it again uh, next week with uh, Firestar, and that that'll right. uh, kind of wrap up this. Uh, this little origin uh, triad uh, as we march along, but uh, looking forward to that. Going to probably going to see more X Men, more mutant fun uh, next week. So that 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 uh, that checks some boxes for Baco. So yeah, yeah, and here we are already. How fast time has gone. The finale of season two <laughs> <laughs> feels just like two uh, weeks ago. We were talking about season one. <laughs> love it. All right, buddy. Uh, take it easy. Let's talk in a week. Thanks for listening to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app. Follow us on Twitter at BKO Radio and like the show on Facebook. You can reach us by email, spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com. Most importantly, if you enjoyed it, share with a friend.